<laughs> they will they will come to your house. They know where you sleep. They will burn you to cut to the ground. <laughs> they will burn you to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, you can't like tell Benjamin Franklin that anything is tiny compared to Europeans something without right. that going unmentioned. Of course. Uh, but I wanted to talk about Thomas Jefferson in particular because he went to great lengths, great lengths to show that um, Europeans were wrong. All right, and that Americans were naturally superior, and he went science. But he went about showing this by science, because it's all about like getting science to prove what you want it to say. Right. He's like, our our animals are bigger, so. Uh, sorry, I'm like just <laughs> so crotch shot. Yeah, crotch shot. Our trees are big, just like everything else. Ayo. Because <laughs> always about penises. With Thomas men. Jefferson is the worst. Uh, like I'm gonna sure. get to this. He's the worst, but he's he's just obsessed. Um, and that went into the Bone Wars a bit because uh, Bone Wars sort of kick off. Uh, it's a big wellspring of like new information and mm-hmm. the dinosaur bone gold rush in America because it's like some of the first times that people are really finding full, complete, big fossils in America. It's like, hey, we got, like, science in our dirt, too. Cool. And it's great. And people start studying it and being ridiculous over it. Mm -hmm. But I just ended up writing about, like, how stupid Thomas Jefferson was about all of this. Well, you know, that's fair. (laughs) I learned about this in one of my courses in college because one of them was kind of, like, early 1800s, like people going west for the first time sure. in America, literature, writing about the great unknown and the, the final wild frontier. The final frontier. It's not actually space, but it's on it's Earth. It's not west, it's Oregon. Yeah. Oregon is the final frontier. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? <laughs> I can. I've played the Oregon Trail many times. Time to trash a state for the day. Oregon. <laughs> Time to trash a state for the day. It's Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. I was born there, so I'm allowed to trash them. Uh, sure. Yep. yep. So, no remorse. Let's uh, let's open in 1786. Okay. Thomas Jefferson, uh, mad, haughty, sure writer. Sometimes writer. Yep. Um, he uh, wrote several letters to his his back home in the back home, <laughs> asking his correspondents to send him quote where this, where back home. Hold on. Uh, probably, well, it's 1786. Okay. So maybe Monticello, but maybe just anywhere. Okay. To his contacts in the colonies. Where is he currently? Not the colonies, it's a country now. America. He's in Paris. Okay. So. Right, because he's our, like, Parisian minister. Or he's our minister to Paris. He's, like, he's the American minister. Yeah. Plenipotentiary. Plenipotentiary. I learned that because of Governor Morris. (laughs) Uh, Morris. Who is he again? Yeah. I don't remember. The man. I literally cannot remember anything about Morris. Yeah. But he had a strange request in his letter. Okay. uh, Which was to, quote, send him the skin, the skeleton, and the horns of a moose. Um. Yep. Why would uh, Thomas Jefferson want the skin, the skeleton, and the horns of a moose in Paris? To prove to Parisians that they're real. Yeah, he's like, you've never heard of a moose? You don't know what moose are? <laughs> you have deer, we have the biggest deer. You it's don't, a big old moose. You don't know what moose are? I can't believe Benjamin Franklin didn't show you his huge moose. I like that he's like, I'm having a nice time in Paris, this is what's <laughs> happening, people are a little angry, but it seems okay, send me a moose! Send me a moose! <laughs> 
So a, a, he was a oh, architect, bibliophile, sometimes inventor, slave farmer, but he fancies himself also as a scientist. Of course. All of these founding fathers think that they're freaking Renaissance men, literally all of them. Right. So as a ambassador, ambassadores, in between French. Ne- <laughs> no negotiations of commercial treatises sure. and loans and diplomatic nonsense. He's like purchasing science books and visiting uh, gardens that are famous. What's the There's word? Lots for, of gardens. There. What's the word for a big science garden? Conservatories. Maybe. Um, arboretums. Ar- I think I'm thinking of arboretums. Okay. Probably he probably goes there. Sure, it's like it, it from his time and a little before and after until um, probably like the 1900s, maybe a little later. Okay. It's like in style to be a gentleman, amateur natural philosopher. Sure, I almost said natural philosophist. Philosophist, <laughs> my, my fist right up the French stupid ass. nice guards, especially like Versailles and um, I mean now Luxembourg, I don't know about then but Luxembourg's got some beautiful gardens that they're famous for Mm -hmm. that might have been around yeah, happening so he was was buying science books throughout all this right? and it was because he was in the midst of a grand scientific battle well this is like in um, like late really late enlightenment times Mm -hmm. so people are still really into Nature and cataloging and people are like into nature. They're into it. Whatever. Uh, but they're into like reason over uh, emotion still. Yes. But they're still like in the beauty of the earth. Sure. The romantic stuff. So uh, if this is if this is his war, his battles are uh, like bones and moose <laughs> and moose. <laughs> Okay. And this by the skin of a moose, I will destroy you. <laughs> I will smash them. <laughs> uh, smash those Parisians. In the words of Jackson, in a couple years, you will take a moose and he will smash. By them. the eternal, he will smash them. But he had been just it had just been inside him burrowing, just like eating away at him. That the French were like. Uh, just like it's not, it's not good over there. Right. Like we'll kind of we'll help Which you. Which is your... hilarious because like have they been there? Obviously not. <laughs> like they're no, like we really. wouldn't degrade ourselves that low. It's to just go not, to your garbage yeah. heap. With the theory, the French called it the degeneracy of America. Wow, it's real bad, douchebags. Since the let me see, mid 18th century, uh, French thinkers insisted that the flora and fauna, the grasses and the mooses, uh, were. A lower form of like transplanted life from the like old world. Mm-hmm. So somehow they had gotten there and they were all like bad, less good copies of everything you could find in Europe. Which doesn't make any sense, but Isn't okay. It? But science. They're like different species and stuff, but whatever. Right. And they noted, for instance, here's the clear evidence that European fruits and vegetables and grains mm-hmm. uh, like wouldn't mature in American soil. And they're like, well, clearly America's stupid. That means your soil's broken. <laughs> clearly you're broken. Uh, they also insisted that uh, American 
species that were native to Americas were inferior to European, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, so uh, the Comte du Buffon, sure, I think his name is most famous one of the one of the most famous naturalists at his time. Okay, uh, was one of the head authors in this movement. He wrote a big book on it. And uh, he wrote that in America, all things shrink and diminish under a niggardly sky and unprolific land. What? First of all, <laughs> racist. Second of all, it's not innuendo. <laughs> yep. It's real bad. Yeah. Uh, and that was in the 1760s and 1770s. Wow. So the Your place is bad because you have black people. Yeah. They're ruining it. Yeah. With their blackness. What? Oh, gosh. Possibly pause. Eh. I can edit it out. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it, it sounds a lot like the N-word. Okay. But it's not. That's good. Which, uh, it makes it, like, the favorite word of high schoolers. Right. Um, but niggardly or niggardle or I don't it's bad it means not generous or stingy okay that's uh, better like mean or cheap or closed fisted sure so it's not about their playing black people it's not based on the n-word well that's good it just really sounds like it yeah uh, so don't maybe don't go throwing that word around yeah willy nilly because it's still, like, not a good word. No. It might be related to the word, but I don't... Perhaps. I don't know enough about it to know. Sure. Anyway, this French guy is just all down on America. And the theories spread because France is, like, the center of all good learning in the world right, right now. They've got all their salons and stuff going on where mm-hmm. they're just chatting about knowledge. <laughs> so, <laughs> naturally, the uh, these theories about... Like the very base part of America, like its soil and its animals and its its plants, become uh, a metaphor for the people in America. Duh. And like its politics yeah. and how they're all just like backwater log cabin weirdos wearing fur hats. Sure. They're just insignificant. Yep. Uh, so Jefferson entered Jefferson. Of course. A very mild mannered man. <laughs> Who always stays his hand from weird arguments. No. Benjamin Franklin, a notoriously quiet person. <laughs> I can't even say She's it. telling the opposite of what's true. It's sarcasm. Jefferson loves punching, but not not punching, but like uh, punching with words. Yeah. People right in their throat. And Franklin just like loud as hell. He will roll over you. I'm going to tell you something I learned. I'm yes. going to just sprinkle this fact in you. from... Um, I learned this for (coughs) Founding Frat Boys, but they apparently literally wouldn't let Benjamin Franklin write the Declaration of Independence at all. They wouldn't let him be involved with it. They're like, he's drunk and he's always yelling and we don't want him to do it. (laughs) Like, the people who knew him and were friends with him were like, I know he's smart and capable and we should, like, consult him, but don't let him write anything. (laughs) Don't let him in that room. Don't let him in that room. (laughs) He wasn't allowed. (laughs) So that's who's going on right now. Oh, ply him with drink and lock the doors. Him plus the guy who actually wrote it. Yeah. What are going on right now? Uh, it became, like, a thing of, like, intense personal pride for him to reverse this uh, 
international idea. Right. Oh, like, I want to say, too, that, like, the Declaration of Independence, like, you can tell that he likes to fight with words because that's basically a breakup letter. It is. It's like... And uh, it's pretty aggressive. This is all the things you did us wrong by yeah. with? Yeah. Let me list all of the things that you did wrong, and, we're not and gonna, now yeah. we're not going to take it. Not going to stand anymore. Fist in the throat. Look at all the things you did. Yep. George. He won't do it. Read it, George. George. Have one of your your English pig dogs read it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to France. I don't know what that is. <laughs> back to France. Uh, so he wanted to like restore America's honor sure. through moose. It's been smudged. <laughs> it had. It had. You you were the shrink and niggardly sky. Uh, don't say that word anymore. <laughs> so bad. Uh, as I wonder. Because it has to, it's surely translated. I wonder what the right. what the French word was. I don't know. Probably sounds a little less racist in 1700s French. Quite possibly. Uh, so he set out to, to prove the entire world that his moose was bigger than your moose. They don't have moose in France, do they? No, they have them in, like, Finland and Sweden and the northern countries. Right, which makes sense. So it's not like it's an unknown creature to them. But they don't have them. No. And there are different species, I'm assuming, than right. American moose. Sure. And by that, I mean, like, the continent, like, North American. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the War of Independence, American Revolution, like, yeah, that year. It's a great one. <laughs> the momentous year. Uh-huh. Uh, Jefferson started to write uh, notes on the state of Virginia, which was the only book he ever published. Uh, and it's all about, uh, well, I don't know if it's all about, but it has a bit that's all about, like, the uh, plants and the animals. The flora of, and fauna. The flora and fauna. And uh, they, they were, like, his... His, uh, his pawns and the great chess match against all the French people that he hated. Mm. Like, they don't, they don't respect our weasels. <laughs> oh, no. Our weasels are bigger than their weasels. <laughs> That's way better. <laughs> Do you want big weasels? Let's uh, be serious. He actually wrote, it's a quote, uh, even the weasel was, quote, larger in America than in Europe. Oh, he did good. mention weasels. The varmints <laughs> are larger here. That's going to prove to them that we're better. They're going to love that. They're going to love that we have bigger rodents than they do. Are yep. weasels rodents? Don't know. I'm not good are at Are they science. in Rodentia? I don't know. I don't know. Were you there when... Maybe you weren't there. Don't know. But I, I, I'm so ashamed of myself. I had the misfortune of... Offhandedly calling the rabbit. Yes, uh, it was there in Rodentia, yeah. and everyone in the entire room was like, "No, <laughs> I was there, yeah, because I was one of the no's." <laughs> no, it's false. Ah, you're wrong. Well, because you said that in front of like two people who own rabbits. Yeah, my entire. So they knew exactly family. what it was. My uncle and my two cousins, who are like, yeah, one of them is like 13, 12 or 13, the mm-hmm. other one's like 9. They're like, false! It's not! <laughs> so aggressively. No! <laughs> I've never been shouted down by a bunch of Jews in my entire life. Really? I would think that would be normal in your family. No, because usually I'm smarter than that. Um, I have never made the mistake of calling that, a rabbit a rodent. That grave <laughs> error in front of them. That grave error. Terrible. 
terrible. I did know that the capybara was a rodent. Yep. And they couldn't remember the that. The biggest one. They're like, is it a kookaburra? I knew like, that one. No, it's capybara. It's a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. They, they sound similar, but they're very different. Stop it. Uh, anyway, I opened a different tab on my laptop because I was going to look up what rabbits were, but I don't care. Yeah, it is better. Um, and I'll be able to tell if my family's listening to the podcast why whether they email me and call me up or not. Yet. <laughs> how dare you not look it up and not remember the How dare you not know first of all? And how <laughs> dare you not say Okay. So Jefferson on his notes on of in state of Virginia, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. He just starts listing things. He's like, uh th- these are our trees that are like taller than your trees. And these are our uh, four-legged things that are bigger than your four-legged things. It was all like, bigger is better. Right. Of course. Of course. Because what other way, if you, you were Thomas, would you would you demonstrate that right. you are superior to someone else? You can't. To it's a man across the ocean. Yep. You gotta see who's got it bigger. <sighs> see, this is funny to me, too, because like I'm assuming, obviously, this is on the East Coast. Um, so they didn't even got like redwoods and stuff. Like the big boys. Yeah, that's coming up. Like the tallest trees. That's coming up. Because uh. you know what else Jefferson did? Hmm. Uh, he was the president who sent off Lewis and Clark on their expedition. Ah, yes. That makes sense. Yep. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It was Jefferson. I, mean, I, knew, I knew Lewis and Clark went, but I didn't know it was Jefferson. He, uh, it was Jefferson that did the Louisiana Purchase, right? I feel like it is. Sure. I'm, I think it was Jefferson. Because <laughs> it wasn't Adams. No. After the United States got, like, a huge chunk of the country and its grabby little paws, it's mm-hmm. like, we should find out what's out there. But Jefferson, in his devious little mind, he's still fighting this battle of, like, our bears way more than your bears with France. Uh, he's like, uh, while you're out there, uh, you know, taking notes for, like, agriculture and, like, resource reasons for the our beautiful nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, make notes of like the the big things that you find and uh, send 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 those right back to me because uh, for reasons. Uh, so, still back back on his book that he wrote. I want to talk about okay. that. Um, he did include uh, like fossil records. Okay, like um, one of his big guns was bringing up the mammoth or the mastodon, right? Which we have fossils of over here. Sure. Uh, and then Europe was like, they're just they're just weird small elephants. So once again, you're false. You're, that's not true. That's so funny. <laughs> that's not a dinosaur. That's elephant. <coughs> uh, sorry. So Buffon claimed that the mastodon was uh, just like a different kind of elephant, and that it went extinct. So like, it clearly wasn't Obviously superior. It sucked. Uh, but Jefferson insisted. It's like these were giant animals. Right. They roamed. They roamed. <laughs> <laughs> they were str- they they were the they were more ferocious than anything that Europe had ever seen mm. in his mind. Sure. Uh, and he would uh, years later insist that Lewis and Clark, Meriwether Lewis mm-hmm. and William Clark, mm-hmm. uh, that they should keep their eye out for them in their great expedition west. Nice. But uh, Jefferson was one of the firsts, and it says in the early in the early 1780s, mm-hmm. while living in Paris. Oh, um, so Jefferson was one of the first, but he wasn't the only. I did mention Benjamin Franklin. Right. We're going to get to him right now. 1780s, okay. uh, while living in Paris, 
Benjamin Franklin was at a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, salon. Yeah. Um, and at the party was one of the big scientists who believed in the degeneracy theory. And Franklin... Hold on, what does that explain? The theory? Oh, just of, like, America sucks more? Yeah. Okay. Just, like, the natural... The America sucks more theory? Good. Yeah, the theory of degeneracy, which is, like... Yeah. America... Everything in America is, Inherently worse. Inherently, like, a degenerated, Mm -hmm. worse, small, weak version of anything in Europe. Sure. Uh, So, he was... There was, like, some scientist there who believed in that. And Franklin, as he's sitting around this table, stewing, probably drunk... Uh, probably with his probably. hand, probably with his hand up someone's skirt. Yeah, uh, definitely. He notices that all the Americans are sitting on one side and all the French are sitting on another side. Ah, uh, and he, time for war. <laughs> yeah, he he seizes the opportunity and he says, "Let both parties rise, and we'll see on which side nature has degenerated." Oh snap! <laughs> As it happened, all the Americans were of the finest stature. Mm-hmm. I really want to find out where those quotes came from. Sure. I assume it wasn't the French. Yeah. Uh, and Franklin's, like, writing a letter to Jefferson, like, I burned them so good. I had everyone stand up, and we were so much bigger. We're so much taller than them and stronger, <laughs> these freaking wimpy French boys. Uh, like, he's writing to Jefferson, he's like... Uh, the French were diminutive. That's so cute. Uh, in particular, the scientist who was like all about his theory about America being stupid and small, who was, uh, according to Franklin, a mere shrimp. A mere shrimp. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's funny too because like I don't know how tall Benjamin Franklin was, but I've looked up how tall like Jefferson was mm-hmm. um, and Washington because there's like all the jokes in Hamilton about how tall. Washington is. Sure. And he's like 6'2". He's huge. Oh, yeah. Because even now that's tall. He's a big boy. Um, and they were shorter then. Uh, but Jefferson is, too. Yeah. He's also 6'2". Really? Like, Those are big boys. But, like, in my mind, uh, Franklin's always, like, short. He might be short. He's like, I don't know. He's more I, round than he is I tall. I sense that he's, like, 5'10 or something. Sure. But I think he's still kind of tall for the yeah. time. He's just always so, like, portly. He's taller than these French boys. <laughs> he <so>. <laughs> Uh, they they didn't prob- even have their tall boys there. I know. They were probably wearing heels. I mean, the Americans probably were, too. Yeah. <laughs> they just wore higher heels. Hey, our heels are higher. Uh, we win. That's the uh, the American uh, <laughs> stick-to-itiveness. Yeah, they just added, like, three inches. <laughs> he knew this was going to happen, how they're sitting right there. Right. He added three inches before it's they got like, there. like, one day, one day my heels will be the highest. <laughs> And you will be a mere shrimp. You won't even know. <laughs> you will be a mere seafood salad compared to my great stature oh, and my fur hat. And I love when the when the founding fathers are being friends. Like, I love when they're being enemies, yeah, too. Yeah. But I also love when they're like, hey, boy, I got you. They try to insult yeah. us. And I'm like, nah, see? Right. We all taller than y'all. What up? <laughs> In the country, we all fam. That's right. Uh, yeah, He's in love. And, like, they're writing to each other. Benjamin Franklin. Like, tell each other about, like, how they burned the French on this, <laughs> Hey, like, did you hear about my dinner party? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it was pretty good. Yeah. They're basically, like, teenage girls calling each other up, like, oh, my gosh, so I was at this party with the French. <laughs> right. And, and all, I like, hate how, like, <laughs> the idea of gossip always lands on teenage girls. Everyone <laughs> loves gossip in every age always. Everyone loves gossip. Everyone loves it. Uh, so, take back entirely what I said about teenage girls that was misspoken of me. Imagine 
imagine grown men uh, calling each other and be like, oh my gosh, so I was at this this dinner with the French. But it's more like, dude, yo, I was at this party, and all these people were like, oh, we're bigger than you. And I was like, nah, bro, stand up. Nah, bro, stand up. And they did, and we were way taller than them, and they were all embarrassed. These stupid French men. He was a shrimp. <laughs> I was really afraid when I was reading this, uh, this one of these articles that, like, everyone dropped trow. I'm right. like, I mean, it doesn't say they didn't. Uh, I just assumed sure. height. But, uh, Let's just stick with height. Take it as you will. Let's not go with pants. They, uh, they had a fun dinner party with yep. Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, you um, never know. You never know. I mean, but with, Von Steuben wasn't there. No, he wasn't. So it wasn't an underwear party, it probably. Was, it wasn't a flaming shots party. <laughs> shots, shots, S- shots, shots. shots. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. So Jefferson is... Uh, internally obsessed with proving the French, and especially uh, Monsieur Buffon, mm-hmm. of his great mistake. Right. Uh, that he had uh, large panther skins transported from America to Europe. Okay. Um, I think maybe like bear skins. Sure. As well, just to be like, look how big they are. We have a lot of big fauna here. We do. They're they're big and they're uh, dangerous. So during another dinner party, they're just rocking Paris. They're they're on a rampage right. with these like animal skins. Like you always think of uh, Benjamin Franklin, like during the war, being over there, like I don't know, partying with his French homies. Sure. But after the war, they're both out there like throwing their pelts all over the oh, place. I'm sure. It's embarrassing. They're, they're just wearing bear skin <laughs> outfits. Yep. Uh, let me see. So it was another dinner party shortly after he uh, arrived in Paris, so I assume after he got his ambassador role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jefferson actually met with uh, Buffon, and he told him that the Scandinavian reindeer, for instance, was so small that it could walk under the belly of our moose. Your reindeer so small. <laughs> Literally, under the belly of our moose. What? Your reindeer so small. The <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you could put yes. it in your pocket. Oh. Your reindeer so small that you could stand on it, and we'd still be taller than you. Oh. oh. Nice. Uh, and then determined to further prove his point, he got all his like friends and acquaintances to send him details of the heaviest weights of all of our animals. From the mouse to the mammoth. Oh, gosh. And that was... Find me the chubbiest mouse in the land. <laughs> the largest weasel. We will prove to them that ours are better. <laughs> Why do we want giant mice? Like, that's not good. Because you gotta... You want it, small rodentia. Yeah. You want big other things that you might eat. And you don't want big predators either. Like, no. I understand, like, proving that ours are, like, superior, like, sure. in potential combat between these animals, maybe. But, like... <laughs> You know, for the safety of the humans. You don't want big predators. You don't want big rodents. Yeah. Uh, that should have proved to the Europeans that theirs were better. Yeah. Like, all the Americans are coming in, like, threatening to import a bunch of live animals to <laughs> to bring the bears here. Yeah. It sounds like it was just, like, skins and stuff. But sure. now I'm imagining uh, terrible French people and terrible American people just... Having no time on their hands and setting up like a cage match battle. Right. Have you seen like Pocahontas 2? 
Yes, where they, she goes to like that fancy party, and they're like, let's uh, torture this bear. Huh? Oh, yeah, they have like the bear battle. Because we're so rich. But it wouldn't be a bear and a dog. It would be a European bear and an American bear. Right, which is better. Yeah, it's more fair. Yeah. <laughs> It's more hanging in the balance. There's more bear, it's more fair. That's how I that's how <laughs> I fair, go with it. More bear, more fair. <laughs> that should have been his co- <laughs> campaign slogan. There you go. More, more bear, bear, more fair. fair. <laughs> uh, perhaps surprisingly, I can't imagine why it took him so long, but it did take a while for Jefferson to convince someone back home to uh, bring him a moose. He's like, can you a send... A live moose? No, it was like the skin. Okay. And antlers. He's like, hey. I mean, moose are mean. Can you get me a moose? And they're like, no, do your job. <laughs> Please just talk to the French people and be nice to them like you're supposed to. You don't understand. I need him. Uh, it's for my job. Put it on my expense account. I need moose. Right. It doesn't have to be a live moose. Skin, antlers, uh, skeleton. Bones. They're like, uh, Thomas, do your job. <laughs> Please. Stop it. <laughs> Please stop this stupid <coughs> animal fight. Let me see. It was a big ordeal. He received info on sizes, the promise of some antlers. Um, General John Sullivan, the governor of New Hampshire, sent a troop of 20 soldiers into Vermont uh, to find a especially majestic moose. What? We're, we're <laughs> deploying an armed force they to are. get Jefferson a moose. Yep. Oh, my god! It was so big, they had trouble carrying it back. 20 people? Yep. How wimpy are these dudes? Uh, it was, let me see, seven feet tall at the shoulder. Oh, gosh. It was a pretty big moose. Uh, but they, um... Did they make a cart or anything? I, I guess not. Oh, gosh. Uh, they didn't know how to preserve it. Like, they, they wanted the skin oh, no. and the skeleton and the horns. Right. Uh, but they didn't, it doesn't sound like they field dressed it or anything. Sure. But they brought appara- it back whole. Apparently, the carcass of the moose like started to disintegrate halfway oh back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's like during the winter, so the snow is deep and it's, sure. it's cold. Uh, the preparations were terrible. It was all done according to Jefferson's specifications, oh, of course. Of course. Uh, but the flesh all putrefied. Ugh. And uh, why didn't they eat it? I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe Jefferson had some weird like it must not be eaten. <laughs> it must be pure. Or they just were dumb. They're like, you want the whole thing? It's like it won't make it stupid. It was a whole shenanigan. But it got all gross. It got super gross. Uh, the cost for everything was huge. Obviously, I mean, he had uh, armed forces deployed. He had to pay soldiers to uh, do this. Yeah, but Jefferson uh, spared no expense and like provisions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so when the moose, the moose finally did arrive. In Paris in October 1787, in a terrible state. Right. Terrible state. Jefferson opened the crate. And he was like, ugh. Oh, and just the smell coming out. The bones were, like, no. decaying. Why didn't they clean and it? the bird come off the skin. It was a nightmare. It <laughs> in some cleaner. You clean things, don't you? Oh, my gosh. Why didn't they get somebody? Like, this is the problem, is they sent soldiers and not, like, yep. woodsmen. Why nah. did they pick some people who live in the woods? I don't know. They're like, hey, I'll pay you a lot. Just go get me a moose. They probably uh, would have to pay the hunters more. It's like the soldiers are on federal salary. Yeah, but then they'd actually, you know, not give you a rotten carcass moose. Yeah, here's the cherry on top. Uh, the suppliers, um, something had happened to the antlers. Oh, no. Like, it was right in the middle of its shedding, so the antlers right. were, like, terrible. Gosh. Uh, but thoughtfully... 
they included a random set of antlers from another moose. Okay. Which uh, could be fixed on at pleasure, they wrote. So they just found some other antlers. <laughs> they just, like, here you go. They just found other random These antlers. These aren't like the moose antlers of this moose, but they're right. of a moose. This isn't the purse that came with the dress, but we got another purse. You can just put it right on right. however and you it, want. And it, like, matches pretty yeah. much. And so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so it wasn't, uh, clearly was not uh, the best of situations, but Jefferson still sent the crate on to all the French people, and he's like, check this out. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. So Jefferson recounted uh-huh. that the French naturalist Buffon examined the moose and promised to set things right in uh, the next volume of his book that he was publishing. But, uh, surprise, the correction never came to pass, and uh, Buffon died six months later. He probably died of grief that he had been proven wrong. Probably. It is true. filled with sadness (laughs) that he was... And that he was going to have to write a correction. Right. He's like, oh, yeah, your stinking weird carcass is sure big, and then he dies. Uh, Sadness. So how do you think Jefferson reacted? About what? Well, he proved he proved the French right or wrong. He proved himself right to the French. Right. Uh, but then the guy dies. Uh, and Jefferson's like, well, I guess I just go home now. Yeah. I was going to say he probably went to his funeral and was like, booyah, and put antlers on his frickin' grave. Uh, but that would not be the Jeffersonian way. Nope. <laughs> uh, despite all of this, despite... Um, I have an article here that says, despite this setback, mm-hmm. the setback being that his arch nemesis died right. Uh, right in the middle of the revenge. Terrible. Uh, Jefferson became obsessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, more obsessed. I was going to say, that implies he wasn't already obsessed. <laughs> He's already pretty obsessed. He clearly is. He had a rotten moose shipped to Paris for him. <laughs> he used taxpayer money to ship a dead moose to uh, him in Paris. That's disgusting. It's really <laughs> gross. so gross. It's really gross. I wonder if any... Bits of that moose survived. Like they have a like a toe bone I in hope a not. museum somewhere. Just let it die. So he gets back to the U.S. Uh, I don't know exactly how his his tenure as ambassador worked out in the sure. end, but uh, if I was his boss, I would have been like, "You need to leave and come home." Well, I mean, he gets home before um, the revolution. He's not there when that happens. So lucky him. Hey, that's that what was him. Morris. Hey. <laughs> Hey, there's one thing that French get bigger than Americans. It's a revolution. Holla. Ooh. All the dead bodies. Burn. This is why we have no French listeners. Let the heads get on those pikes. Let the heads <laughs> get on the pikes. Cut them off with sharp things on blades that come down like uh, chopping too off much. a watermelon. Nope. Nope. Too long. See, that's why, too long. that's why I can never be a revolutionary. <laughs> I can't go with the songs. <laughs> so he gets home, and he writes a paper for the Journal of the American... Uh, philosophical. Please delete this. What? <laughs> Try again. Philosophical society. Okay. My brain was like, oh no, where does the syllable go? Where does the syllable? Where does the syllable? Please delete this. <laughs> Never. Please laugh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so in it, he announced the bones of megalonics. I believe sure. the um, an animal that he uh, described as a huge lion, okay, but um, which was actually much to his disappointment, actually a giant ground sloth. Oh, 
I mean, they're still huge. That's a big disappointment, though. But you I think it's a big yeah. cool predator, and then it's a freaking sloth. It's not sexy. No. It's super not sexy. Sloths are literally the opposite of sexy. <laughs> but a few years later, during his presidency, slow and weird looking. he turned the East Room of the White House into a storage facility for mastodon fossils. Of course he did. Um and then he dispatched them all to the Academy of Sciences in Paris. He's like, look at all these bones I found. Look hey. at them. Look at them. Look how cool they are. They're <laughs> so it. much cooler than yours. <laughs> drink it. Drink it. You drink it. Drink your shame. Oh, my gosh. not going to make sense to anyone. No. Um, unless you watch Good Mythical Morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, but it just continued. It's, like, geological as well. What's more impressive than the Alps? The Rockies. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey. They're way bigger and better. You could probably not ride a mastodon over the Rockies. That's how intense they are. It's true. Uh, not that Hannibal was French, but, sure. you know, the Alps aren't as good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, just as, uh, let me see, John Adams declared the River Thames but a rivulet compared to the majestic Hudson. Like the Hudson? I thought a lot of other rivers. I thought it was going to be the Mississippi. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, the west side of uh, the continent, especially because they're just like just starting out into this. Uh, it is very beautiful. There's like giant sure. forests and sequoias and huge plains, and it's like all the Hudson's not bad. Yeah, but not the Hudson. The Hudson's terrible. But it's not. It's not better than the Thames. No. Uh, so they found. Um, the big trees in uh, the Sierra Nevada, mm-hmm. which are uh, the redwoods, sequoias. Yes. yes. I don't remember. Uh, but the English uh, posed that perhaps they should be called uh, Wellingtonia gigantian. So they think they're just giant virgins of, versions of a tree they have? Or they should be named after a British person. Oh. Well, no. And then the Americans... Uh, we're like, we're going to call them redwoods. Uh, but for the Americans, uh, they uh, believed the trees to be related to the redwoods right. of California, mm-hmm. which were already named Sequoia Gigantia. Uh, in 1868, one delighted botanist declared, We are not now obligated to call the largest and most interesting tree in America after an English military hero. Yeah. No one likes you, Wellington. They're so salty. There's already beef, Wellington. We don't need any more <laughs> things named after you. There's already beef. What more do you want? What more do you want? Right. We got you beef. You can't have the trees. You got the beef. <laughs> Let me see. So, the giant, huge, phallic sequoia. Sure just like the moose, um, became a strange Jefferson metaphor for America's virility. Wang. It's his wiener. (laughs) Oh, Jefferson. Oh, Tommy J. You gosh darn weirdo. (sighs) But it's like... He's like, we got them trees... Look at how big our trees are. We got that length where it counts. And the those, trees. those trees have been freed of your tyranny. That's why and they're so erect. Reaching for the freaking <laughs> sky. That's why they're so erect and you hard. You couldn't even climb them if you tried. <laughs> Try it, I dare you. Uh, America, this was Jefferson's idea, was, uh, quote, made on an improved plan. 
while Europe was only uh, a first idea, a crude production, before the maker knew his trade. Wow. Oh, snap. That's a little insulting oh, to, like, God. <laughs> you were the garbage when God didn't know how to create things, even though he's all-knowing. You were. And then he got better and made us <laughs> It's sound. It's so American exceptionalism. Right. About everything, even the trees. It's like Jefferson Union settled down. He's like, but they called my moose stupid. Nah. They said our soil was degenerate. Right. Like, I understand, but you need to calm down. <laughs> like, never. Before the maker knew his trade. Yikes. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel, Jeff. Oh, or son. I also like how many illusions there were in there about politics. Yeah. Like, you're, you're a first draft, and then we figured out how to do it. <laughs> I know. Just like, like our country figured, our, our soil figured out how to do it better. Right, because, like, it's a little bit about penises, but yep. it's mostly about politics. Right. And the politics is also about penises, yep. as are the trees. It's hard to say which is more, but whenever they're talking about trees and moose, they're really talking about statescraft. Yeah. Statecraft? Statescraft? Um, I would say statescraft, but I'm not really sure. Starcraft? Starcraft. It's all about Starcraft. <laughs> Which is truly the last frontier. The final frontier, yeah. The uh, final frontier. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's what I got on Jefferson's looniness. He, he did it all, all over the place. Like, he was about right. this in, uh, like, the southern part of the states. I mean, they got the Louisiana Purchase. Like, we have to find out what's out there. And get me the biggest one. It's, I like that it lasted so long. Like for years and years, <laughs> yeah. he has this feud with people in France, even when he's not there anymore. Right. Like uh, He's still like, I'll prove you wrong. Presidency. Because the Oregon Trail was like very, very early 1800s. Probably. Uh, his... Uh, so his presidential term was 1801 to 1809. Okay. So I assume somewhere in there right. it, like, started. Sure. But he lived until 1826. Right. So um, he, he had plenty of time to keep yelling at people in letters. Yeah. Between, who were still alive. <laughs> between, uh, like, the French about, like, Mastodon Bones and John Adams about everything else, he was a busy man. Yep. Till the day he died. What a good life. I, I would I, I would be pretty happy if uh, John Adams was like my my strange friend nemesis. Sure, my frenemy. Your frenemy. Yeah, usually friends. There's only a yeah. small portion I feel like where they're actually enemies. Yeah. Um. Not you know a lot like Hamilton like he's legitimately <laughs> enemies. Yeah, that one's real bad. Um. See, but my only thing I have to bring up every time we talk about Thomas Jefferson, I ever mention him to anyone, I'm like, but have you seen his bed though? <laughs> it's such a good bed. No, it's so weird. <laughs> It's so weird, but so good. If you haven't seen Jefferson, like, this sounds probably weird, but if you haven't seen Jefferson's bed, please look it up. Was it like that we'll for... We'll post a photo of it. Was it like that for a long time, or did he just move it, like, when he got older? I don't know. Because I always thought, like, he just did it when but he got it's old like, and didn't But it's wanna... like there's, like, the open general space of a room, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, an office behind it. Right. There's, then, like, an office space behind it, and there's, like, this large hallway, and his bed is in the hallway. Like, it's almost like he doesn't have a bedroom. He has a bed <laughs> hallway space, and the bed fits perfectly in that space. Yeah. Like, in order to get to that office, you have to slide across his bed to it's, get to the other side. It's beautiful. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's kind of beautiful. I, lo- I kind and of I'm always like, it. what's wrong with you? Making the bed would have been a nightmare. Oh, wait. Seriously. I found a picture that's like, oh, there were other ways to get into the room, but it's like, it's still super weird. Okay. 
Just, but why is it there? <laughs> but why is it there? I just, was there nowhere better? I don't know. Did you not actually have... I mean, this was like... Didn't you build this place? Like, and you didn't build a bedroom? You built a bed hall way? Maybe. I mean, the bed fits so perfectly. It feels like it was meant to be there. It's clearly built for that like, space. Like, that's what he made it for. Yeah. But why? I found someone... It's like he's uh, afraid of falling off the ends of the bed. It's like the <laughs> long ends for some reason, which is weird. Like the the, right. the head or the foot of the bed he's afraid of falling off of. <laughs> and so he's like, let's put walls there and then I can't fall off. Maybe it's easier to heat in the winter. Perhaps. Maybe. It's still still pretty weird. It's weird. We'll, we'll put a picture up of it. It's very bizarre. Yeah, we'll just talk about all of... All of Jefferson's, like, weird... Weird little mental alcoves. Someday I want to go to Monticello, and I know they won't let me, but I really want to lay on his bed. <laughs> just like slide across. I want to get I'll a go, running start Woo! <laughs> into the office. Just like wear like wear a silk outfit that day, right. just like zip right on through. And they're like, Ah, you can't go back there. <laughs> and I'm like, Watch me, watch me. Then you like hit the floor on the other side, <laughs> thunk. <laughs> Oops, and they're like, that's why we don't let people do it. Stop, there's, there's so many injuries, and you didn't sign the waiver. What if there's, like, a little worn spot in the wood on the other side where, like, people have been doing that for centuries? Probably. People have just been skidding across just doing that. Well, I think it's about time. It is. Uh, have I, thank uh, you for joining us. <coughs> I learned a lot. I didn't know anything about those things about Jefferson at all, so thank you. I know. I love history, like science history, and I love animals, and I love people being stupid. Founding frat boys, just more Founding and more. Founding frat boys. Uh, if you want, if you are thirsty for more, if you are thirsty for some of that big moose or weasel, sure, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. We're not really updating SoundCloud. Uh, no. Because it takes like extra moolah to upload more than like three episodes. Yeah, but you can also look on our website at yep. um, hystericalhistory.sibblecast.fm that has all of our episodes up there. All of our episodes and links to like our Facebook and Twitter and iTunes. It's like the place to go if you want links or information for anything. Uh, right. And if you don't want to go to our website, just send us an email if you have thoughts, questions, concerns. Right, and anything you might want us to talk about, we'd love to hear it. Yep. Um, we also post our sources oh. on our Facebook page in case you're curious and you want to read more. Yep, and we will post pictures of Jefferson's bed. Yes, because <laughs> that just feels extremely appropriate. Yep. Also, here was his bed, where his giant sequoia would touch the sheets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Terrible. I hate it. But I love it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> see you. Listen to you next. Listen to us next time. Yep. Bye. You'll hear us next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.